This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade. This is your one-stop podcast for all things remodeling in Central Ohio. I'm Bryce Jacob from J.S. Brown Company, here with Greg Hansberry, and we're both here for your edutaining value. Infotaining, edutaining, Little, however you look at it. Just something taining. We're doing it all. You know, today's going to be kind of fun because um, we're going to talk about why remodeling costs what it does. Oh, we're yeah. Gonna... Budgets. That's such a fun Budgets. topic, Bryce. Well, you know why I want to do that? <laughs> Man, I'm getting it left and right. We've just recently, with the fall, the leads have picked up, and uh, we're doing a lot of home shows and all that great stuff. So I'm talking to more people right now, and it continues to come up. There's this widely varying information that people have on what they should expect to pay for remodeling projects. So thought it'd be best to do a show on that. And it's made me think of when we were out at Tartan Fields. Well, right, right, right. We interviewed a couple of guests out there. Yeah, no one's heard this this yet, but we're going to play it for you here in a second. But it's a guy, Jed, that we talked to. So if you want to roll that thing so people can hear about our conversation, then let's dissect what we talked about. All right, we're out here at Tartan Fields, and I've got Jed with me. And Jed li- has lived here for about four years in his home. So th- thanks for joining me, Jed. Hey, no worries. So you were just telling me that you had your bathroom remodeled a couple years ago. I did. But you went about that, and you did some research, you talked to people, and you got some bids, is that correct? I did. And then what did you ultimately do? Ended up doing it myself and yeah. finding some, I had some friends that have some rental properties, I ended up using a lot of their labor to help me okay. kind of see this thing through myself, so the pricing was so outrageous in my opinion, I hate yeah. to use that word. No, that's all right. I said, I'm not going to spend that kind of money on my bathroom. I didn't yeah. want to buy a new house, I just wanted a new bathroom. Yeah, it's expensive, isn't it? So Very. when you were hearing numbers to do your bathroom, do you recall what kind of numbers you're hearing people say well they were uh they were forty fifty thousand dollars yeah some, some crazy yeah. numbers in my opinion yeah did you talk to js brown i did not <laughs> <laughs> we probably would have been 60 so it's good oh, you didn't you know <laughs> no but you, you understand that what you went through you had the ability to coordinate some of the the work which yes. which was a decision you made which and was a pain by the way yes. yeah so yeah. there are some trade-offs with it there are so you you took time. You had people come in. Were there any any things that went wrong with the project while you were doing it, or it took too long? Or yeah, well, it took too long. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually was a friend of mine. Ended up doing the plumbing. I went to high school with. Who lives an yeah. hour away? Okay. So I said, hey man, can you help me out? And he did. He came up and helped me out. You know, set the tub, knew the shower, and all that kind of stuff. So that awesome. helped. At least I yeah. knew him, and I could trust yeah. him. Sure. And another guy did all the tile work. That was a friend of a friend kind of yeah. thing. And so he ended up doing it. But you, know, you get people that there's a delay, they can't be here, there's that. So it took a lot longer than I expected, but the pricing ended up being a lot more reasonable. Yeah. Doing so, it that way. so that part of it was really important to you. How do you feel about the end result? Looks great. You're glad you Compared did it that way? It was. It's, it's totally a big change. Big change, and for the better, without question. So going into the next remodel, modeling project you have. Will you take that same approach, do you think? Well, hope I never have another modeling project. <laughs> but yeah, I probably will. I'm a value guy. I mean, when yeah. I look at that number, I don't think I'm getting the value for that number. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. do it. So I'll yeah. figure out another way. There, there's a lot of folks that they define value different ways. Sometimes it's price. Sometimes it's time management. Sometimes it's they don't have a creative bone in their body or a time to manage that. So right. it's interesting. I'm glad you came up because I like to hear different perspectives from homeowners. Sure. There's all kinds of different ways you can skin the cat or remodeling a bathroom or a kitchen right. or a basement. So, Jed, thanks for being a good sport and joining me tonight. Enjoy the rest of your night here. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank all right. You. Thank you so much.
All right, we're back. That was Jed, and we had a great time listening to him. It was fun to meet him out there at Tartan Fields. There's a great neighborhood out there, really nice homes, and all of those homes were really at an age where they're ready to be remodeled, so that conversation was coming up quite a bit sure. that, that evening. But what were some of the things that kind of struck you about what Jed, Jed had to say? Well, and you mentioned it too, uh, value, you know, and, and uh, yeah. you've talked about this on other podcasts, cost versus value right <laughs> um you know and i noticed that he you know you asked him if he was pleased with the outcome and he just said well it was better than it was yeah <laughs> better than it, what it's compared to yeah right so and there's no question that if you do something even if you do it yourself you're going to fix part of the problem but it's yeah. not going to be a dream scenario um yeah. so th- those are kind of what what po- picked out what i i know you get that probably a lot of cost versus value what well value you know as you heard me say in that interview with jed is um, value is defined a lot of different ways, you sure. know, and Jed very quickly said, I'm a value kind of guy. Right. And so to me, that means I like the lowest price. That's value. That's <laughs> yeah. how you define yeah, yeah, it on, yeah. on dollar signs. And a lot of people do that and that's fine. And, but the truth is, is said value is also defined on what, what freedoms it may give us. Um, for instance, a lot of people feel high value in what we bring to the table. They're spending more, mm-hmm. but they don't have to call all their buddies up and they mm-hmm. don't have to wait for things. It doesn't have to take a year. You know, the, the timeline doesn't have to be overextended. Uh, there are expectations people have when they're investing more dollars, which is typically freedom of time they don't have available. Well, and that's, I mean, honestly, right now I've got two little kids juggling work and soccer practices yeah. and stuff like yeah. Time is probably the most valuable thing that I have right now. <laughs> so yeah, there is a value to there's that. There's a value to paying someone to manage all that for you. Yep. It's why people have housekeepers. It's why they have lawn services. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you decide how you spend your money and that's how you define value as well. So, uh, you know, everybody kind of defines it differently. But the thing that I've been running into a lot, kind of like Jed did initially, he said he was hearing these ridiculous numbers uh, from people. Well, his number that he had in his head was based on who knows what sure nobody really knows um but the reality of having someone else do it wasn't aligning with what his perceived reality once right. was right that led him to doing it himself sure and that's what we're running into a lot you know as you heard me say we're doing home shows we got home tours we got all kinds of things going on right now people asking questions and i can't even tell you how many conversations i've had recently where people are so far off <laughs> of what it takes to do remodeling, especially now where the demand is so high. Mm-hmm. And you went through economics, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 What's that first easy Supply lesson? Supply demand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like all I learned. Right. Yeah. So. That's, I think that's all I took away as well. <laughs> that was one on one. But yeah, the, the, the supply and demand, you know, when the supply is low, you know, the supply, regardless of what it is, when the demand is high, the cost is going to be high. You can charge right now. And you've been and talking services. on this forever. There is yeah. a high demand and a low supply of the tradesmen and women, the the, the workers. That has not changed since we started above mm-hmm. grade. Yeah. You know, and, and if anything, the pedal's been pushed further to the floor wow. of the demand. And the other part of it is a lot of these tradesmen's, uh, tradesmen are retiring. Oh. And, um, you know, that's happened over the course of this last year. You know, we're hearing more, about more people retiring from the business or you know, next year is the year I'm going to retire. And, you know, Sherry Bates that we talked to, mm-hmm. who's the yeah. executive director, uh, you know, her time's coming. She's wanting to kind of hang it up. Sure. And, and so we've got to find someone to replace so, her who's an expert in the industry. Right. You know, for, for consumers. Well, make sure you let me know, by the way, we'll throw her a heck of a retirement party. Yeah, we'll do that. Maybe we'll take her to a Clippers <laughs> game. <laughs> do something special for her. 
But yeah, isn't that what you do when people retire? Yeah, yeah. Take I mean, get them a watch. Yeah. <laughs> get them a watch. <laughs> yeah, a desk with a watch yeah, with fl- pens that flank it. Gold pens. Yeah, I always like that gift. I don't want to retire, so I don't have to get that. There you go. But anyway, on that note of just the tradespeople who aren't available, that supply of tradespeople is just not there. The number of contractors that know what they're doing, they're they're pushed to the limits right now, so the cost is higher. Well, and I think. I, well, I guess maybe I don't know why. Well, I mean, that's you mentioned it. Where are people getting these ideas? I mean, they just say, "I think that project costs twenty grand." Or do yeah. they are they getting these ideas from TV or from Home yeah. Depot commercials or what? Where do you think you know? These numbers I, I are think from all of those. You know, they they talk to friends and some people just this is how much money I have in a bank account and I have an idea and I'm going to align the two, hell or high water. I'm going to make it happen mm-hmm. and. And they realize they can't. You know, I, I was a uh, story I'll share with you is I was at a home show um, recently, and a woman came up to our booth, and she had mentioned that her uh, she wanted to put an addition on the home. I said, "Okay, great." You know, engage in the conversation, and she said, "We're going to tear the garage down and just use its foundation because you know, that's super easy, mm-hmm. and uh, tear out the breezeway between the home because someone had done an addition on the home previous to her." And the foundation wasn't put in correctly, so no. it was crumbling. And so that would need to be replaced. And the reason she knew that was the roof was separating from the house. <laughs> and um, there's more problems there right, than right, just right. the foundation. But that's all coming off, and that's easy. You know, you just it's it's like a click of a mouse to some people. It's that easy to take yeah. it off. Yeah, just take just get rid of all of this, and, and then we'll start from square one. Yeah, and uh, and then she wanted to bump the back of the house out and go out about, 12 by 12. So it's not a huge addition, just a little bump out. But in that is join the addition to the existing kitchen, which means reconfiguring the entire kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, the con- conversation typically, if you're going to talk to me, I'm, I'm going to ask what you're, have, have you thought about what you're comfortable investing in the project? And she said, well, I know it's going to be between 30 and $40,000. And I really, you could have knocked me over with a feather <laughs> at that point because it was so far off. I mean, it was, there were zeros on the backside of that that you know would have made it more, sure, realistic, more realistic for today's cost of doing remodeling. And I asked her if she was going to be doing this herself, or you know, she said no. I, I'm going to hire someone to to build to this. And I asked her if she had plans, and no, hadn't hired anyone to do any plans yet. So it was at such an early stage that <clears throat> the journey that she's about to go on is going to be very eye opening. And it started unfortunately at our booth you. because <laughs> you know when when people hear that from us and there's such a such a big disconnect be, um you know the impression can be that we're expensive yeah and then they not. come away thinking you're, you're the bad guy oh well yeah. i'll never go yeah, back they, to jess brown they're, rah, 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 rah. they're overpriced and you know we we hear that from people who just haven't gotten educated in uh this area and that's precisely why i wanted to talk about it today because i really i don't want to disappoint people. Well, and that's where you come uh, with that value question again, because you guys are going to provide value. If you don't, and you get the addition for 20 grand, that's when your foundation starts to crumble and your, and your roof yeah. comes separating yeah. apart. Well, you know, life's a Do series right of trade-offs. Way. That's, uh, I was taught that at a young age, life's a series of trade-offs. There's always something you'll get for something and, and that can be good or bad. Sure. Um, and if you're, if you're always looking for, um, you know the the too good to be true scenario. Uh, we've we've all attest that it's always too good to be mm-hmm, true. You right. know, even in those moments where we think it's too good to be true. So, 
um, you know, remodeling is one of those areas in your home. Your your best asset that you have is not the area to cut corners. That doesn't mean you have to break the bank or you have to hire J.S. Brown. I'm not saying that at all. Um, but understanding what the trade-offs are, if you're going to do more of the work yourself, like some like Jed, you know, Jed that we heard from earlier, mm-hmm. he kind of resolved himself to the fact that I'm going to have to pay in beer and pizza <laughs> yeah. and get a bunch of my buddies over sure. here that have a little bit of wherewithal to help out doing some tile work and, and so on. But the trade-off was maybe the quality isn't as good or, you know, he's, but he was happy with it. And at the sure. end of the day, if he's happy with it, so am I, it, you know, that's, that's what we want. But, right. but there's, yeah, there's uh, that pricing from TV. Yeah. There's, that's just such a crazy place to try to get numbers from. They're so unrealistic. Yeah. And the time <laughs> Especially in Waco, so, Texas. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Magnolia. <laughs> it should be Wacko, there. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Magnolia. Yeah. The, the Chip and Joanne Gaines, you know, they're really wonderful to watch. Good design eye. Very fun and entertaining. But the numbers that they're using, what, what we don't hear about or what the uh, viewers of the programs or listeners of some shows where they talk about this, what they're not getting is what are all the discounts and credits that help produce the TV show? that are mm. the trade. And there's a lot of trade that goes into this for uh, the KitchenAid brand name to be shown sure. for a, a flash of a second on TV. And guess what? You just got a free appliance. Sure. And so that doesn't calculate into the cost of of the project that mm-hmm. they did. So a lot of those materials are part of the program. It's part of TV Glam. When you see the truck of the lumber yard, you know, pull up in the driveway and their their names are Product all placement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think of that. Yeah, and you don't think they're they're allowing their name on there for free. Otherwise, right. it's fuzzied out. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. when you see the fuzzied out thing, it's people don't agree to have their, <laughs> you know, their name shown. But if they agree to have it. their name shown, you know, that's good for them, but they're going to be giving something in trade uh, inevitably. You know, otherwise the TV program says, well, we just won't show the name of your company sure. or mention you. Right. But thanks for the carpet. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Whatever right, right, it is. But, right. Uh, you know, so those calculations come out really wacky. The um, Property Brothers did a really beautiful job of telling that story in Columbus a few years back at the Home and Garden Show that the dispatch um, uh, put on. And um, I was really surprised because I was ready to throw, you know, rotten fruit at them and stuff because every time you watch their shows, you're mm-hmm. like, man, I can't do it that inexpensively. And they addressed exactly they what I just the said. the curtain back. As they yeah, say, they did. Yeah. yeah, they did because they weren't under obligation to, you know, um, keep that a secret. And, and they did. HGTV or whoever wasn't there watching them. Yeah, they, they weren't under contract at that point. So, you know, they were, they were able to reveal that. And I, I applauded them literally from our booth because I was like, finally, someone's telling them the truth on that. Because people say, well, I see on design on a dime that you can do this and it's it's discouraging for folks that are in this business that are really trying to provide good financial value to homeowners uh, and and have an honest business and they struggle because of all the information mm-hmm. that's out there that is just so inaccurate. So what are the things that you do base the price of a project on? Well, I mean, the. A lot of the product that goes into it, the age of the home, the complexity of it, you know, there are, there are so many different things that, that go into it. For instance, you know, I just recently met with a guy down in German Village, and this was a really interesting meeting because he said, you know, are, are you, there are some contractors out there that will give us the German Village price. Are you going to give us the German Village price <laughs> or are you going to price it fair? And I, I had to inquire for, I said, what, what, what do you mean by that? that? And he said, well, I know because we're in German village and a lot of people down here, you know, have a lot of money, um, they charge more to us. 
Because they can. They think they can. They think they can. And I, I just said, no. You know, that <laughs> I'd, I'd never, that never even crossed my mind that someone would pull that kind of scam. But no, your your price in your home is going to be what it would be in Blacklick out in the middle of the country or mm-hmm. Galena or wherever the heck right, it is. Right, right. The factors that dictate what your project costs and why it might cost more in German Village are a couple things in particular I can think of. One is the age and condition of the homes. Um, in many cases, there's a lot of hidden structural mechanical issues that add you cost. It's not a newer before home. Before you can even get to yeah. the new part. Yeah. There's also special care in some cases you have to take with historical structures that the planning commission requires that is more costly or materials that they require you to use or are more costly. Um, that isn't a, a factor of being in German village and having just the price jump. It's a factor of reality of what, mm-hmm. you know, and the other things we run into in German villages, where the heck do you park? Yeah. You know, there it's are some narrow, of these areas, little alleys where you're trying to put a dumpster where well, you can't. So your cost for trash removals increase because you're literally loading it in a truck. It's like digging out a prison with a spoon. You know, you're, you're having to take each <laughs> Not load. Not that we would know. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we would know. Yeah. yeah. Yep, my sentence was up before I actually got out all the way. So, you know, it took that long. It was easier so, to, to serve your time. <laughs> just serve my time. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, those are some of the factors So that, that can be geographic. Others are, yeah, you know, I have some people that are out in the country and they did a good thing to themselves because the land was cheaper out in the country. But when they remodel their home, I mean, a two-by-four is a two-by-four. Mm-hmm. The cost of a two-by-four doesn't go up because your address is, you know, out in, out in the boondocks. Sure. As a matter of fact, sometimes it costs more because logistics of getting vehicles out there, the distance you're you know, from where any of the resources mm-hmm. where you have material. So you have that longer distance to get there. And, and some people say, well, my house just isn't worth that. So, you know, it needs to be a lower price. Well, you can't dictate <laughs> that yours should be lower and that someone in Upper Arlington who's five miles from a Lowe's or Home Depot is less expensive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or more expensive because of the age of the home. I mean, all those factors are taken into consideration by really any contractor who knows what they're doing to make sure that one, they can provide the right service and business to the homeowner, but also protect their own business and not go out of business sure. by doing a project at yeah. a variable cost. You want the job, but you also have to pay the bills and, and feed the family. So is it safe to say that there's no cookie cutter project? Well, okay, the, no. There's a not in remodeling there isn't. Yeah, but right. in new home build, well, you know, when sure, people sure. are buying a track home, you pick this line of selections or this line. Fair enough. And your home is either going to be X or Y yeah. based on the selections but, that yeah. you pick and and you'll know that in a 20-minute meeting with somebody in a in and you're a showroom. Be a bunch next to a bunch of houses that Look the same. Extra wise. Yeah. yeah. They right, either yeah. have the vinyl siding or they have, you know, a, a small stone face on the garage and sure. vinyl above that. And so, and, and again, nothing wrong with Do it. Do you think that's where some of these people are getting their numbers um, for, for these know, remodel projects? In preparation for this, I Googled, um, you know, cost, of, cost per square foot just right. to see what was out there. And sure. Greg, it's part of the problem. It went <laughs> everywhere from $10.52. But what you had to read is for commercial construction, which mm-hmm. is still, that, that's why I'm <laughs> interested in commercial, to $350 a square foot in residential. And, you know, most people say, well, that's not me. I don't, I don't live like Les Wexner or someone who's, you know, 
uh, notoriously wealthy and and um, has a, a you know a home that maybe has different appointments to it. But the reality is, we find that remodeling what the number of people, the financial number of people, don't attribute to remodeling is the undue cost, the demolition. Uh-huh. You got so much to undo in a home to be able to do the new, but they don't factor that in mentally. They just go, "Oh, I heard a kitchen costs." X number of dollars. Well, it does, but we've got to be able to get the old one out. Mm-hmm. We've got to be able to level the floors now. We've got to change the openings. We've got to do mm-hmm. all these different things in the house to make this new kitchen work. So the cost goes up. And fortunately, we work with a lot of uh, clients that do some legwork up front, educate themselves, and think very logically, you know, where they say, well, I understand if I'm going to move a doorway. It's probably not just the cost of the door frame. It's probably the cost of the electrical that was in the way. Mm-hmm. It's probably the cost of the flooring and everything else that's now been altered that needs to be addressed. You're not paying for the door. You're paying for every little everything thing that's, that's attached in, to mm-hmm. it in and around it. And then so, now you're trying to find those electricians that are are the white whale you can't find. And Yeah. They're <laughs> the ones that understand how to wire into yeah. an existing home with moving wiring from an existing location. And that's not just an electrician that walks well, in off the street. And then if you're anything like my wife, as soon as you start doing that, then you go, well, we might as well get a new tub while we're at it. And while we yeah, got the walls sure. open, we might as well put that, uh, you know, uh, vent in that we were always talking about. So <laughs> yep. yeah, it, it snowballs real easy that way as well. Yeah. Well, you, uh, you've probably heard me, you know, say, tell you this story about when we were doing a remodeling project remind me house what, with, the, uh, <laughs> with the central central vac <laughs> uh remind me if you, i didn't forget it <laughs> well you know here we are we're, we're taking on this project we push our budget like everybody does right and, you know, we got this addition going on and we were on vacation we we were heading down to the beach and on our way back i'll never forget i like exactly where i was on the highway when my wife read this article to me um we were right outside of withville virginia okay. you know and uh west virginia rather and um my wife was reading this article and she goes, wow, you can put in a central vac system in your home for about $1,800. <laughs> well, I hadn't seen low numbers like 1800 on this project. Everything's like $3,000, sure. $4,000. So 1800 was like, oh, wow, cool. <laughs> That's like fast food. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I said, you're kidding me. And she said, yeah, you got to do it when all the framing's exposed. And that was the stage we were in. Perfect. So we, and she was just like, you know, I won't have to carry the vacuum up and down. I won't get a Dyson now. And I was right. like, well, That'll there's 500. Yeah. bucks right there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I was doing the math and I was just <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. And we can have those little ports. And I grew up with that as well. And we started reading those more. Cool. And she said, there's like a, there's a vac pan. So in the bathroom for all the hair and stuff, you can sweep it into the toe kick and it goes there down go. into the. So we put one in the kitchen and we got one in the bathrooms and, you know, uh, it was about 1700 when we put ours in. Nice. And I was exactly, I was blown away, but, but that, that was not a, part of the budget. There's a to your point. Oh, I, oh, but so yeah, it, it, wasn't it, it part was of a the steal. Ritual. It was worth it at the time, but it was $1,700 more than you were. We, we didn't have budget. So you. it was that when in Rome moment and you know, you do, you get caught up in that yeah. and you know, it happens a lot. You know, our clients are doing something and they go. Yeah, let's just spring for that because they're also looking at it as they're not doing it to flip it. They want to live there. They want to live there and they evaluate that and they start to chunk it down a little bit. And it's it's inevitable that most homeowners are going to see something or want something that, you know, pushes them along the way to to do something a little bit different or more special or unique. Well, and then, you you know, there's so many not glamorous things about homes that you have to fix. Like right now, 
you know, my wife wants a new front door. And part of my argument against it at this point is like, it's just going to be like putting uh, lipstick on, on the pig. We'll have this beautiful door, but we, we're going to need siding in the next few years. Yeah. Our front little stoop is all cracked and beat up. So it's like, it's, you know, there's not very glamorous things like a new concrete stoop that you got to get done to make it worthwhile, in my opinion, you know, and, and yeah. those add up. Yeah, they do. And, you know, we also hear people, another comment we hear an awful lot, are from folks saying, I don't want to over-improve my home. Sure. And don't I don't want to do yeah. this because I'll never get that back out of it. And, you know, yet they just rolled up in a BMW. And, you know, my <laughs> remark is, what will you get a full return on that car on when you car, sell it? Right. And it's not to be a smart aleck or be difficult, but our home is the only area uh, one of the only assets, unless we collect fine art or collectibles that have, you know, a, a ebb and flow to their value anyway. But the home is one where when you improve your home, it has a financial return on the investment that's greater than any other asset that we own. Sure. And so we, I always try to clarify with people and most people kind of gravitate to this way of thinking once I point it out, but you know, your, your vehicle that you drive around in. I mean, there's all kinds of cars. Just look around, sure. and there are all kinds of values. But they all do what? They, they depreciate get you from A to B. Oh yeah, well, yeah. And then they depreciate as soon as you drive off. And they the depreciate lot. immediately, yep. and some greater than others. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're kind of in a position of having having something. You feel like you need it, mm-hmm. right? Because you got to get somewhere. But then you also justify needing a car <laughs> of a particular type because With of how you want to feel. And the- yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. because of how you want to feel. So you're you're willing to have that trade off, yeah, right? You yeah. you feel different because you're behind a brand, and in your own home, the reality is, folks want to get their money back if they're going to put mm-hmm. it into their house because they've been trained they can. But the reality in that is, we go on vacation. You know, I, I go on that, vacation. What do you get back from vacation? Some photos and a sunburn. Yeah, maybe a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you've got a tangible for <laughs> one tangible, and everything else is just a—it's a memory. But yet we spend money on it, and we do it over, and we do it over, and we take our vacations every year because it's and something go, that makes you feel good. Yeah, it makes you feel good, and and the ROI there isn't expected with resale; it's expected with recharge. You know, it's recharging your spirit. You get back, you're like, oh man, that was relaxing. I can't wait to do that again. But you, there's five grand or whatever the number is that you just spent. But when you do this to your home, there's a return on that investment that has the same impact when the circuits don't trip when you fire up the microwave anymore or when you go into the bathroom and the door doesn't clang into the, you we know, your spouse when they're stuff. standing there. All those <laughs> little home. things that, you know, we we live through in our house are like, God, I hate this about my house. When you erase it and fix it and then change the environment around you, there's a recharge of your energy. I mean, I, I'll attest to that because of my master bathroom. I mean, I did that a few years ago and I still, every time I go into my bathroom, I look around, I'm like, this is That's great. So flipping cool. I just, I love my bathroom. I, I feel that way. Even when I organize my garage, you know, you got your, your garage is a mess. You haven't touched it for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then a Saturday morning you get out there and you turn the radio on, you, you work in it and you clean it all up and you just feel cool and you feel yeah. like you, you got a sense of accomplishment. You're, you're, you know, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. There's that nice return on investment, which is really pretty good. So yeah, that, that cost uh, per square foot thing is really tricky because a lot of people come in and 
say, yeah, I under, I understand it's this much per square foot. And I just go for what, you know, right. like, what, what's in that square foot, the new heating and air conditioning system, or maybe you don't need that. Sure. I mean, that can change your square footage cost dramatically. Now, uh, you know, I think other, like I, you know, I don't think past what, you know, going to Lowe's or Home Depot, but all of these materials have to come from somewhere. And I know right now in the news, tariffs and the stuff mm. going on is yep. a huge thing. So, and I, I'm not even going to pretend that I'm an expert on any, any of that, but that's got to come into play too. Of, I mean, if if you as a contractor are paying more to get the stuff, then, yeah, then the consumer has to, yeah. has to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, well. I mean, we're, we're nice. Well, we're not that nice right, right. We're not gonna to just absorb, stuff. you know, all of the, the cost increases that we're getting hit with. I mean, that, that, that does get passed on. And, you know, the, the tough part is, is we really don't know where that's all going. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many products that are made overseas that are imported, that even parts to American made um, product ha- are made overseas. And so we're seeing tariffs come in on things that are even made in the United States because they can or there's the fear of costs going up because of tariffs. And so they're making their adjustments now because everybody else is. And so whether or not a tariff is in play or not on something, we're watching them go up on things that you're, you know, you're going, wait, wait a minute. That's a, that tile. Why does that have a tariff to it? Or these faucets, why is there a tariff on So there's no like, it's hard to know, yeah, you know, but we, we continue to get uh, notifications that there's going to be an increase in material costs for this, that, and the other thing. And I can tell you in the last year, there's been greater than a 20% increase in, in what a project costs from what I've seen and pricing the same project and then doing it a year later and 20% is a lot of money, mm-hmm. you sure. know? So yeah, when you're, yeah. when you're talking about a, you know, a hundred thousand dollar project, do the math. I mean, sure. all of a sudden that's, it's a lot of money, 120 you know, from a hundred, that's a, that's a big jump. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's not the news I like to share with anybody, but it won't be cheaper next year to do a remodeling project than it is this year. And it, and it's expensive mm-hmm. uh, regardless. So, you know, you're, it now is the time really to start those conversations and just do it. If you, if you're going to do it, like you saying you have some projects and things to do, if you've got the money available to do it, it is the right time to do it because it will be more, it's for the it's same thing next year, you're going to get expensive. Yeah. It's just going to cost you more to get it. It's crazy. Well, the, I mean, these are all great pieces of info, but you know, the only reason I generally show up to this <laughs> is for the tip of the week. Do yeah. you have a tip of the week? Well, yeah, of course it goes along the lines of thinking here. <laughs> so it's just more of spattering off of information. They're all, I mean, everything we've been this talking is, about. Yeah, this, good is tips. The, this is all tip of the week. But yeah, here, okay. Since you asked for it, I always come prepared with the right, tip good, of the good, week. Good, so good, good. here is the tip of the week. It's time for the tip of the week. The number of resources that list costs of home remodeling projects number in the hundreds, and they vary greatly. It's easy to get confused because there's so many ways to go about doing a remodeling project. Know that the cost will vary depending on how much work you plan to put into the process. You hire a company that will handle everything from design through construction that will cost more than if you plan to run the entire process yourself. If you have the time and knowledge, you can save the money. But if you don't, your investment in hiring the experts can be well worth it. And that's your tip for the week. And now let's get back to our favorite guests I've ever had on the show, me and you. (laughs) No, that's not true to all the other guests that are out there listening. That's not true. We love having the guests on. 
So, well, that's a good tip. You can kind of, if, if you have the knowledge, you can kind of become your own general contractor to some degree, cut out some of the middlemen. But what else? I mean, there's got to be a couple other money-saving tips that you can offer. Yeah, you know, um, there are some things at the start of a project or even at the completion of a project where some sweat equity can be, you know, uh, earned. And one of them is, and, and I don't, advise people to do this unless you really do know what you're doing, but there's some demolition that people can take on themselves. And I wouldn't take walls out or do anything along those lines, but taking cabinetry out, removing a sink and faucets and uh, capping plumbing, it's not that difficult to do. It's just time consuming and getting a dumpster on your own. And that's the biggest thing I've, I've dealt with is just trying to get rid of all the stuff. Um, Yeah. When you're ripping up carpet and whatever, like that ripping up carpet's the easy part. Now, what do you do with it? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, depending on the neighborhood, some neighborhoods you can put an exorbitant amount of trash out by the curb and and they take take it just wild. But others have, you know, restrictions on that. But, you know, you always hear us talk about frog hauling and Mm -hmm. frog hauling is a great company and we work an awful lot with them. They'll bring a dumpster out, you fill it and they come and take it. And that can just be your carpet. It can be, you know, they have a list of things that you can put in dumpsters and send to a landfill and there are certain things you're not allowed to, but... Um, they, they, and that's a whole nother show we've had before. So if you're tuning in now and you haven't heard us, there's one on just dumpsters. If we want to figure that (laughs) animal out and all the crazy things they find in, in, uh, dumpsters. (laughs) Oh gosh. Yeah. No kidding. There's, there's a lot. Holy smokes. But yeah, I mean, that's one of the ways doing a little sweat equity at the beginning. Demo is one of the things talk with your contractor and make sure you understand what you're getting into because it can be therapeutic. I mean, when you take a sledgehammer to a wall or knock tile off the walls of a shower, and you do it right, and you, you kind of feel pretty macho. Cool. So, yeah, it's great. My wife and I were doing our bathroom, and so I was in there ready to demo, and she wanted to take the first whack with a sledgehammer. She yeah. took one whack, and it, like, just cracked a tile. It was like, <laughs> she's like, okay, I'm, I'm done. done. I handed the sledgehammer back to me. I think that's a wife thing, because when we went, uh, <laughs> when we first got into our house, that's the first thing my wife wanted to do, is take a hammer to these terrible, like, uh, um, uh, curtain box things. I don't even know what the heck they were. Cornices. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was like, "This is the, that was the first thing she did. We hadn't even owned the home for ten minutes. Yeah, she took a took a hammer to that. that thing. Those probably brought great joy and tremendous memories to the previous homeowner. <laughs> I know. You just went in and smashed them to pieces. Oh, rest their rest their Sorry. little cornice souls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, other things, you know, painting at the end. A lot of homeowners, uh-huh. you know, yeah. when you hire professional well, painters, of course they do a really good job. But painting is something that a lot of homeowners do decide to take on themselves to save the labor on. You still have to buy the paint, but you're right. saving the labor. It's the sweat equity. And, you know, just like Jed said, you have to accept your quality versus a professional's as mm-hmm. the acceptable trade off financially. So a lot of, you know, I find a lot of people say, well, I have a painter guy that I hire and he's really affordable. And and that's great because when you have us handle the painting, we're going to get a professional painter in because I don't want callbacks about drips and bubbles and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And like painting drives me bonkers. And then you you walk around the house with the little blue tape. Oh, yeah. You know, say, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, can you go everywhere there's blue tape needs touched up? Yep. It happens. Uh, the other, you know, another thing, a way to save money is uh, you mentioned it earlier, just being your own general contractor, but gosh, that, that trade-off, like Jed said in our interview we played earlier is you got to have the time, you got to have the resources, whether it's your buddies, whether it's actual professionals doing it, you're coordinating all of that and you gain a, an appreciation for mm-hmm. our industry doing it and 
you know, how unavailable people really are if they are skilled in mm-hmm. what they do. It's the ones that aren't skilled. They're like looking for something to do. Sure. So, um, yeah, if you find them and say, I didn't have any problem, I don't want really want to even look at your project. <laughs> so it's just, it's crazy what's out there. <laughs> but be your own GC. That's one of them. Um, another is go back to school, right? And become an architect, become an interior designer, get an education in that area and, and draw your own things up and understand what the, uh, what we're going through here because, you know, I, I've learned this stuff on how to do the design and develop that skill set, And I've also learned from our guys how to do a lot of the carpentry over the years and become quite good at it. And so I do all my own work and, um, I'm also my worst critic. Sure. And so I do really pretty good work, but maybe not to the level of most of the guys on our staff, um, in all areas In some areas top notch in other areas, <laughs> you know, there's sure. like my finished carpentry skills are not as fine as our guys in the office. But, and if I do want to get that fine, it takes me a lot more time because I have mm-hmm. to think things through and do or the math do and all that stuff. That, when you, you mess know. up the yeah. first time around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I do, I have a tendency to cut once and, you know, or cut twice after measuring just once, right, that right. kind of thing. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, that's, run that's through some material. One thing my dad has taught me, measure, measure twice, cut once, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I had a carpenter once who, you know, was so good, this master carpenter and, and he measured something and I was by his side when he did it. And I thought, God, I don't think that measurement was right. And I said, uh, I said his name and I said, Hey, you know, I, I think that measurement is, is different than what you just marked. And he goes, Nope, it's not. And he was just very <laughs> confident. And I said, okay. You know, and I was just like, okay. So he cut this piece of wood. It was a custom piece of wood. We had one at this length and he goes to put it up and he puts it up tight on his end. And I said, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's short down here. And he goes, no, it isn't. And I said, uh, it is, we don't have a board stretcher, man. <laughs> it's right, not, right, it's right. not hitting the corner. We we're doing some custom crown. And, uh, and he looked at me and he goes, are you kidding me? I said, no. And he looks at it and he literally did the head scratch. He scratched his head looking at it. You know, it's always an expression. He stood there and scratched his head and he looked at it and he's like, I thought I got that right. And I was like, measure twice, cut once. <laughs> and he was just, yeah, we had to order a stick that took oh, four weeks man. to get it. And, you know, we would have been done. So, yeah, it's a good lesson for everybody. But uh, the other, you know, advice is if you want to save money, just don't remodel. You know, just live with what you have and guess what you'll do? Save all the money you are going to spend on a remodel. That sounds silly, but you know, that, that happens to a lot of people. And I would venture a guess the woman who thought she could do this big addition on the back of her house and remodel her kitchen for 30 to $40,000 isn't going to do anything because you can't even start to scratch the surface of a project for 30 to $40,000 with involving a full kitchen and a addition on the back of your house and tearing down half of a structure for 30 to $40,000. Mm. Just, it isn't going to happen. I mean, even if you're the, your own general contractor, it isn't going to happen. And at that point you might as well just keep your eye on the market. Just move. Yeah, just it might move. be easier and cheaper to move. Maybe. Well, I mean, it's all, it's, it's all what you prepare yourself for. And hopefully in listening today, you got yourself prepared for, uh, maybe news you already knew, or maybe this was very eye opening, and you'll come across as being more educated when you do start this journey. And you should do that. You should spend some time really uh, focusing on it. But yeah, that's it. That's the that's the financial side of the world. There's a lot more we could talk about, but we should. It was wrap fun. It up. That was fun. That yeah. was yeah. Budgets can be fun. <laughs> yeah, if you want to check it out, entertaining. Uh, go online. Check out costversevalue.com. dot com. C o s t v s v a l 
com, and that will uh, that'll guide you in a direction where you can see what the average cost of projects are for a contractor to do them. But yeah, it's always fun, man. Isn't this a good time? It's a blast. Doing above grade. We've been doing it for a long time. And if you're interested in chatting with us or uh, debating some of what we talked about on the show, I always like a good uh, contradicting statement that someone will share. Uh, you can do that by sending an email to us at abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com. Also, be sure to check out our archive of Above Grade podcasts. You can do that on iTunes. Go to jsbrowncompany.com. Check them out and enjoy your listening. And don't forget to rate and review us. We always like to hear what's on your mind or how well we're doing, and we can only get better through you. Till next week, this is Bryce Jacob with Greg, and we wish you a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.